Well, Annabelle, I guess you got me to read this stupid book after all. I finally closed my sister's dog-eared copy of Madame Bovary, the French classic by Gustave Flaubert. It was my sister's favorite. I lay it on my lap. I stare at the soft pastel rendering of the main character on its battered cover. The book shakes. I can't stop my left leg, which is crossed on top of the right one from twitching. My feet ache to move, to flee. This morning, tramping through the snow, staring straight ahead into the sparkling night streets of the 17th arrondissement, then the 8th, then the 9th, then finally the 10th, I felt good. I felt terrible, too, with my stomach roiling, and every so often a tear melting the frost on my cheeks. But I felt myself getting farther away from Terna, and closer, ever closer to Annabelle. Annabelle loved this book, but I can't really see why. Emma Bovary is a silly woman who creates her own downfall because she can't see how good she has it. She throws it all away for a little excitement in Rua. Is it possible? Could Annabelle actually admire the character of Emma Bovary? Does she relate to her? I pull my long hair from its ponytail, greasy from travel and the longest night of my life. Then I put my knit hat on. The periwinkle fibers of the hand-spun yarn my mom used are too bright, too cheery for a day like today. My mom can't know where I am. She would be devastated if she knew I wasn't safe at home with my new French family. But if she did, I think it would comfort her to know this hat she made is keeping my head warm as I go to find my sister. I yank the ribbing down over my eyes. If only I could get warm again. If only I could shut the world out as easily as I pull my hat down over my face. Fidgeting, I push my hat back up and hunt for my gloves. One minute I'm cold. The next minute I'm boiling hot, trying to shed my warm garments and finally feel some fresh air on my skin. Every laundry tag on my clothing irritates my dry, chapped skin. Every noise in the train car shakes me to my core. I'm thirsty. I spent three whole euros on a café noir at the Gare du Nord. I don't want to waste any more money on water until I get to Rouen, which should have been hours ago. I look again at Madame Bovary. Maybe Annabelle read Emma's famous line, Oh, why, dear God, did I marry him? and got a sharp chill, wondering if, like Emma, she would come to regret her own marriage. Maybe Madame Bovary was the cautionary tale that sent my sister running out of town the day she was supposed to marry her longtime boyfriend Dave. Normandy, Gustave Laubert's home province, slowly rolls by out the window next to me, gray and gloomy just the way he wrote it to be. Early this morning, as the fog lifted over the gently rolling hills of this coastal region, I read of Emma traipsing through similarly misty landscapes to meet her first lover. The train rolls slowly but smoothly north toward Rouen. This is where Emma went to meet Léon, her second lover. Rouen was where Emma got swept away by her desperate fantasy of another more romantic life. I can't help but feel a sense of foreboding that Annabelle whatever her intentions in running away might have been, has been carried to Rouen to meet a similar fate. And now I'm running away to Rouen, too, 
because I saw that Annabelle had circled the name of the town in her book. What good will meet me here, with the tragic Madame Bovary as my introduction to this strange, sleepy place? The train lurches and thuds. It comes to a complete stop in a wide, snowy field many miles from any station. I stare out the window, willing the train to go on. Please. The train still has not started moving again after a half hour. The conductor makes a fuzzy announcement. We're delayed. We will not be in Rouen anytime soon. Rouen, a city that should only be an hour from Paris. An hour?